Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from the Tampa Bay staff locker room, it's the Fourth and Inches <laughs> Show with Jana and the Sherpa. Jana, a.k.a. Jana Kimmel, is on the line with me, and I'm Scott Swainy, a.k.a. the Sherpa. Jana, welcome to the season. I can't believe that uh, our fourth season doing this show, you know, know, it's our fourth season of games starting tomorrow night already. This is crazy. If we were in college, we could be drafted. I mean, we're, well, we're I would have got hardship a couple of years ago after three <laughs> years, I think. I would have been out of here and you would have been doing the show yourself. For me, you would have been out of here and I would have been doing the show myself is more likely you would have taken Probably it up Probably because we're not level. draft eligible. <laughs> yeah, I guess neither one of us was draft eligible or if we were, we didn't get drafted. So anyway, we're back here doing the show and... Why don't you uh, tell people what the show is about and how they can get in touch with us? Well, tonight we are going to be previewing all the week one matchups. I can't believe it's finally here. I'm so excited. Um, We're going to be telling you team by team, player by player, who to start, who to sit. Uh, I'm sure there will be some arguments along the way. And, of course, we always want to hear your opinions. If you have questions on your roster, on your lineups, if you have questions for your draft, or if you just want to argue with us about something we said, that's all totally fine. There are a lot of ways to do that. You can call us at 347-989-8088. That's 347-989-8088. You can come on into the chat room on Blog Talk Radio, which is open right now. You can tweet us at the number 4 THN Inches Show. That's the number 4 THN Inches Show. Of course, you can always tweet the Sherpa or I as well. I'm JKIM16 and he is fantasy underscore Sherpa. You can email us at the number four THN inches show at gmail dot com. You can always find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. And if you need to get brushed up on your projections and rankings, you can always visit fantasyfootballsherpa.com. Lots of good stuff there. And of course we have good stuff for you tonight too. Yeah, we were tired to carrier pigeons this year, though. I think they left after three years. They left a year early. We did We did have some bad weather with, you know, the super storm and all. They may have nipped out. <laughs> yes, birds of a feather. So, anyway, shall we just dive right into the games and we'll get to the injuries as we talk about the players during the game, then? I think that sounds like a good plan. Because right now it seems like everybody's injured. I mean, Roddy White's yeah. always going to be on the injured list, just like Tom Brady is, and they're always going to play. So we'll just go through them as we get to them. And kickers are coming down with staff infections, so who knew? you got to watch right. out for that. <laughs> yeah. I remember Kellen Winslow and Joe Juravicius, I think, got that at the Cleveland locker room a few years ago and yeah, ended up yeah. getting some pretty hefty settlements. So we'll see what's in store for Lawrence Times. But anyway, yeah. so why don't we start with the – Inaugural game tomorrow night, Baltimore at Denver's. The Thursday night game, usually they play in the home stadium of the defending Super Bowl champions, but since the Orioles the are Orioles. home this week, <laughs> you know, in Rex Ryan's you know, immortal words, the, the Orioles were jerks about it, and so as a result, <laughs> the Ravens have their banners up in Denver, and Denver can't understand that, and Baltimore doesn't really understand it either, but... Anyway, on to the game. Um, Nobody understands it, but Mm -mm. Baltimore, we understand, did win the Super Bowl last year, even though very few players on their defense are back from that team. But So my take on this game tomorrow night, I think we've got last year's Super Bowl champ at the team that both you and I predicted to win the Super Bowl this year. I think Denver gets their season off on the right foot with a hard-fought 28-24 victory. Who do you like in this game and who do you like to start from Baltimore? I agree with you. I think Denver wins. I think this will be, I'm I'm very excited to watch this game, um, but I do think that that mile high Denver air is going to get the better of Baltimore. This is a, a pretty, you know, quick moving Denver offense from what we've seen so far and the Baltimore defense is, you know, it's there's a lot of new faces there. You're in thinner air, and not everybody responds well to that. I think the end of the game is when Peyton's going to work his magic. But I do think there is definitely value to be had on the Ravens' side of things. They did just win a Super Bowl. They have a couple of good players over there. Uh, Joe Flacco, I 
like maybe as a borderline one more comfortable as a second quarterback for you this week. While there are going to be points, some points to be had in Denver, I think that there are definitely some better matchups for you if you have options. Uh, I do definitely want to start Ray Rice. I'm starting Torrey Smith and Jacoby Jones at wide receiver. I'm going to wait on Brandon Stokely, although if you're in a deeper league, I I would say he may be somebody to take a flyer on just because he used to play for Denver. This is a place he's very comfortable. But, again, it's in a new offense, and he may not be super comfortable there yet. Say no to tight end Ed Dixon. Uh, he's got a little thigh injury. He's probable. It looks like he's going to play, but I am starting the kicker. I am not starting the defense because I don't want Peyton Manning carving it up in the fourth quarter. Speaking of Peyton Manning for Denver, I would definitely start him. I'd start the Marius Thomas at wide receiver. I'm on the fence about wide receivers, Wes Welker, who's probable with an ankle um, injury, and Eric Decker to me, since those guys are probably going to be two and second and third wide receiver options behind Thomas. It sounds more like flex options to me. Obviously, Manning is more familiar with Decker at this point than he is with Welker, but Welker Mm -hmm. has the track record, so we'll see how that sorts itself out. But for me this week, both those guys are more flex options than guys you have to start at wide receiver. Kicker Matt Prater, I'm okay with starting, and the defense, I'm okay with starting. I would leave the whole three-headed running back monster there, Ronnie Hillman, Monte Ball, and uh, Sean Marino. Just if you can, avoid all three of those guys and avoid the the four-headed, or actually I guess it's three-headed tight end monster too, Julius (laughs) Thomas, Virgil Green, and Jacob Tammy. So it looks like Denver has a lot of three- and four-headed monsters this week. uh, That makes them a very scary matchup. Monster, yeah, they would. Feel. You'd have to triple team a three-headed monster, I guess. But uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't like any of those guys to start just because there's too much uncertainty there to start the season with. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see that as a theme across a lot of these games. That take flyers on guys and and maybe be a little more conservative in some areas because you just you can only see so much in the preseason. You just aren't really sure how they're going to match up come come game day, and I think next week we'll have a lot more clarity. But, you know, for now we flip a coin and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you have room for those guys, you know, if one of those Denver running backs is on the waiver wire. In yeah, you just don't know which one's going to pop. For it. Yeah, yeah, just grab one and, and see what happens. But, uh yeah, and they're easily replaceable, too, if somebody else, if, you know, Alfred mm-hmm. Morris, heaven forbid, gets hurt and Roy, you know, hello, you know, becomes a, you know, must-have next week. You can always drop, you know, whichever of the three mon- three-headed monster pieces you picked up this week. So, But yeah. why don't we move on to the Sunday games, then? First game up is New England at Buffalo. I was tempted to pick a blowout here, and I guess I still am to some extent, but this Seems to me like one of the bigger mismatches of the day. I'm going to go, even yeah. with, with all the question marks, New England has a wide receiver. I think they should win this game pretty easily, especially with Buffalo starting a rookie quarterback. I'll say New England 35, Buffalo 17. I mean, I just can't think of a less fair way for E.J. Manuel to start his NFL career than uh, just being cleared less than a week ago from having albeit minor, but still knee surgery where you missed a month of reps with your team and they were telling you three days ago someone else was going to start and now you have to go play Tom Brady? That just, I mean, I guess it could be a little worse, but not a ton. be on Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but well, I, I feel like New England's going to just, they're going to take over this game. It may not happen right away, but it's going to happen eventually. So, again, if you're looking for guys to maybe take flyers on, this could be an area for you. Obviously, start Tom Brady. I'd start Steven Ridley. I'd even say if you're in a deeper league or you're looking for a flex, go go ahead and start Shane Vereen. I think Ridley will, will be more of the featured back, but we saw a lot of Shane Vereen down the stretch last year. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets some points this week. Uh, beyond that, I'd say no to the rest of the running backs, but I am going to start Danny Amendola. I'm going to start Ken Brault-Tompkins, who we talked about last week. 
Um, I, I'm staying away from Julian Edelman, but I am going to start tight end Zach Sudfeld. Again, another name we talked, <clears throat> excuse me, talked about last week. I'm starting the kicker, I'm starting the defense, and I'm sorry, Buffalo, you're starting the season 0-1. Yeah, for Buffalo, really the only two guys I would consider starting are running back, C.J. Spiller, wide receiver, Steven Johnson. If you need a flex option, wide receiver, T.J. Graham, and tight end, Scott Chandler are possibilities. But whatever you do, E.J. Manuel, questionable with that knee injury Jana referred to, not a good situation for him to be making his NFL debut. Stay away from him. Running back, Fred Johnson, stay away. Rookie wide receivers, Robert Woods and Marquise Goodwin, He's questionable with an eye injury. Stay away. Stay away from newly signed kicker Dan Carpenter and stay away from the defense because this could get ugly in, in a hurry. Yeah. Poor guys. Yeah. Eh, there's always so, next week. All right, so let's talk about a more interesting game. Week one always seems to have several upsets, you know, games you look back and say, oh, I couldn't see that coming. Now, mm-hmm. this Team, this game we're looking at here now, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Tennessee has a lot of good young players on their defense. They do. I, I don't think their offense is up to the task, and that's mainly because of one person, and that one person is Jake Locker. But yeah. other than that, I, there's there's a lot to like about this team. I think that they, you know, Pittsburgh, a lot of adjustment there. They lost Mike Wallace. Their running back situation is a mess. Tight end situation yeah. is a mess. You know, their defense is healthy for the time being, but they lost James Harrison, and they're, you know, by and large a year older, and I don't know necessarily better. I'm going to take Tennessee to win this game in an upset on the road to start the season. I'll pick Tennessee 28, Pittsburgh 21. I actually agree with you. Um, now, I know Jake Locker is kind of the weak link in the Tennessee game right now. But I think his wide receivers and maybe even Chris Johnson can do enough to overcome his shortcomings that will make his stats look a lot better than they should. I mean, you've got a nice – right now they're all mostly healthy, which won't last very long. But I think that even though Jake Locker is the weak link here, I think he's still worth a start as a second quarterback or if you're in a really deep league – um, I think he's still going to have some value for you this week, just because. I, I mean, I don't, I don't love the matchup, but again, it's a year older of a Pittsburgh defense, and I think that his, the players around him are really going to bail him out statistically. So I'm starting Chris Johnson, I'm starting Kenny Britt, I'm starting Nate Washington, and I'm starting Kendall Wright all at wide receiver. Um, again, this is another one where one or two passes, and Kenny Britt could have 120 yards and a touchdown. Just from his speed. I, we've seen it happen. I just don't know which of these guys is going to end up being, you know, the number one featured guy by the t- time this game is over, but one of them is going to put up some yards. I'm going to say no to Damian Williams this week, no to tight end Delaney Walker. I'm saying no to the kicker and the defense because Pittsburgh is going to put up points, and I just I think this is going to be one of the more entertaining games of the morning to watch. <clears throat> You didn't mention running back Sean Green and wide receiver Nate Washington. What do you think of those guys? Oh, I, just, I thought I did say Nate bench? Washington. I like Nate Washington. I'm, I'm going to wait and see on Sean Green. I'm not sold on it yet. Okay. So he's not somebody who would start even as a flex this week? Maybe in a very deep league, but eh, I think we're going to see more uh, enough of Chris Johnson that it may not be as as healthy of a point getter as I'd like him to be. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'd start Jake Locker unless you're in a league that gives you points for quarterbacks that used to be baseball pitchers in high school. But I think that's a league I'd like to be in. That could be a fun league. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of quarterbacks pitched in high school, but I think he actually was good enough to have been to to have been considered as a draft pick, but uh, I don't think that actually happened, but I I could be wrong about that. I know he went to Washington. I don't think he played baseball there, but I could be incorrect. But anyway, moving back to football, for Pittsburgh, (laughs) I would start quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, wide receiver Antonio Brown, who's the top dog there now, and kicker Sean Sweeson. Um, I would... Actually, I'm going to, I meant to say I would not start kicker uh, Sean Sweeson, so scratch that. Uh, the running backs, 
Isaac Redman, if you have to, wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders is a flex, defense is okay to start. I would sit the rest of the running back committee, so no to Felix Jones, LeBron Stephen Towling, and you know, Le'Veon Bell, uh, who's supposedly out with a foot injury, even if uh, you know, his coach uh, claims otherwise, but we'll see. Tight ends David Paulson and Heath Miller say no to them. Just There's a lot to stay away from there. And, uh, yeah, it's just, again, this is another one yeah. where you're just not sure who's going to actually come out getting meaningful fantasy points out of this this team. Yeah, exactly. So just the, the best advice is, is stay away. So Save yourself the frustration. Of, yeah, speaking of staying away and frustration, here's another <laughs> game that uh, yeah, yeah, not real sure on how to – you know, last – Year, there was an opening week game between Cleveland and Philadelphia, and both of those coaches ended up getting replaced at the end of the season. Yeah, True. I think that this coming game could be one where that also happens. And I'm talking about Tampa Bay at the New York Jets. I know, uh, you know, you know, Greg Schiano was, you know, had a pretty decent first season, but he also ruffled a lot of feathers and. I think that's a team that's primed to disappoint this year, although playing the Jets, there's probably not too much of you know, danger of them losing the game. But I think the Jets will make it interesting, and I'll, I'll pick, pick Tampa Bay to win this game on the road. Darrell Revis will get at least some measure of revenge against his former team. I'll go Tampa Bay 24 and New York 17. I See, I have different feelings about Tampa Bay, but again, I feel like I say this every year. Eventually I have to be right. They have to live up to the potential sometime. Um, I I don't think that old sexy Rexy in New York is going to make it halfway through this season. I just I think this is the beginning of the end here for him, and I think Tampa Bay is going to win by double digits. I think you're right, Darrell Revis will be a factor in this game. Um, but I do think that Josh Freeman's more of a second quarterback option this week. Uh, I like Doug Martin's chances a whole lot better than I like Josh Freeman's. Um, that being said, Mike Williams and Vincent Jackson, I'm okay with starting both of them. Uh, again, not sure who's going to come out on top. We're going to see what happens. If I had to pick one, I might go Mike Williams, but I think they're both okay to go with this week. Uh, no to Kevin Ogletree and tight end Luke Stocker. I'm saying no to the kicker, but I didn't want to start the defense. I just don't think that Geno Smith is going to do enough damage to severely hurt your fantasy team. This is one of the better defensive matchups. I just Geno Smith can't be as bad as he was. I don't think he's gonna be a ton better, but he can't be that bad again, right? <laughs> well he's gotta have a ton of confidence knowing that the only reason he's starting is that Mark Sanchez is injured, but Well because we'll because see. Rex Ryan sent him out to like intentionally right. take him out, it feels like Right, he sent Marvin Austin out or he sent Rex Mark Sanchez out to get taken out in a meaningless exhibition game. So, but, I mean, uh, that must mean Rex Ryan has some confidence in him. He's got to go with that. That's the only positive he has right now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But so for the Jets, <laughs> the only guy that I would even consider starting this week you know, is Chris Ivory as a running back. I think he's primed to potentially do big things. He's an injury <laughs> risk, perhaps, but I like him a lot this season. I mean, if Geno Smith turns out to be a half-decent quarterback, I think wide receiver Stephen Hill could be a real good fantasy I like value Stephen Hill. this season. You know, he had, I think, 600 yards last year with Mark Sanchez there and is a rookie in San Antonio Holmes and, and you know, Jeremy Curley there and all. But uh, you know, I just think that um, at best he's a flex play this week. Defense, you know, maybe... Geno Smith, no. Mark Sanchez, obviously out with the shoulder, so you don't want to start him. Running backs, Bilal Powell, no. Mike Goodson, he's suspended. Wide receiver, San Antonio Holmes. Did I say San Antonio? I meant San Antonio Holmes. (laughs) Questionable with a foot. He may not be. I don't think he's from Texas even. Wide receiver. No, no, he is now, though. (laughs) Now he is, right. Questionable with a foot injury. Don't start him even if he looks like he's going to play. Tight ends, Jeff Cumberland and Kellen Winslow, the aforementioned staff infection guy. Don't start them. Mm-hmm. And uh, kicker Nick Folk, I'd stay away from him as well. Yeah, try not to catch that staff infection if he's on your team. No, no. You don't want that. So, 
All right. And next game up is one that should be one of the better games in the season. We have what I least the first week, maybe of the season. I don't know. That's a little bit of a hyperbole, but uh, why not? It's opening week. And that's the two offenses I think are going to be one-two this year in football, and that's Atlanta and New Orleans. I don't think there's going to be a ton of defense in this no. game. So I'll pick Atlanta to win this game in a shootout, 35-31. But if you told me you were picking New Orleans, A, it wouldn't surprise me, and B, you know, I think it's a coin flip. But uh, what do you think about this game? Um, I think I think I am actually taking New Orleans, uh, mainly because I think they they need this bounce back a little bit more than Atlanta does. Although, like you said, this one can really go either way, and it it's probably gonna just be whoever has the ball last. That seems to be how these games usually end. Um, like you said, offense great for this game, defense terrible idea. Absolutely, do not play either of these defenses. Um, for Atlanta, though. I'm starting Matt Ryan. I'm starting Steven Jackson and Jaquiz Rogers at running back. Uh, I'm going to start Roddy White and Julio Jones. Harry Douglas is more of a flex, but definitely start tight end Tony Gonzalez. Start the kicker. Stay away from the defense. Um, Again, if you're looking for extra wide receivers, this is probably a game you can pick somebody up, put them in your flex spot, and at some point someone's going to throw them the ball. (laughs) There's just no doubt about that. I'm not quite as sold on Roddy White. I mean, I like him generally, but until he – and I suppose if he's on your roster, you probably have to start him because you probably took took him with a pretty high pick and don't have a ton of depth behind him. But I just – I'm still a little bit leery of his ankle injury. And the one thing that I think could really derail Atlanta's season is is if uh, there's something wrong with Roddy White's foot to the point – I know he's never missed a game, but – yeah, I mean, he's, he's listed as doubtful. He's listed as dead half the time, and he still plays and puts up a hundred yards. He does, but you know, he's also on the wrong side of thirty now, and I don't know. We'll see. But uh, you know, I, I'm just, I for me, he's more of a flex guy this week. But you, know, you may very well turn out to be right about this. We'll see. For New Orleans, quarterback Drew Brees is an obvious start. Running back Darren Sproles. Uh, wide receivers Marcus Colston and Lance Moore, tight end Jimmy Graham, kicker Garrett Hartley, start all those guys. This is another running back situation that's sort of muddled. So if you have either Mark Ingram or Pierre Thomas on your team, I would start them as flex options. I would sit uh, wide receivers Kenny Stills and Nick Toon. They may, either one of them may turn out to be a valuable fantasy piece this season, but until we get some clarity on you know, which one you know, Drew Brees is going to prefer throwing to, I would say don't start either of them if you can help it. And also, as Janice said before, leave the defense as far away from your starting lineup as you can. They signed Robert Meacham again. Like, they just can't, even the wide receivers they get rid of, they just can't help but take them back and play all of them yeah, all the time. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, he's, he's not hey. somebody I would consider, especially this week. And he obviously no, knows their system, but which, I just, which probably means that Drew Brees is going to throw it to him twice in the end zone. That's how it works. Probably. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll check back on that next week. Next game <laughs> up, we've got Kansas City at Jacksonville. I think this is maybe not quite on par with New England at Buffalo, but I think it's also going to be an ugly one-sided game. You may accuse me of being a homer since I am a Kansas City fan, but I think Kansas City gets the Andy Reid arrow off on the right track with a pretty easy victory here over a team that I think is going to be just as putrid as they were last year. I'll pick Kansas City to win this game 30-13. to I, I understand your feelings about Jacksonville. I have kind of a weird soft spot for them. <laughs> it's just, I, I think Kansas City is going to roll over them. I think that there's probably a lot more fantasy value on the Kansas City side of the ball, but I think Jacksonville isn't maybe as terrible as everybody thinks they are. They're still pretty bad, but they're not as awful as everyone's giving them credit for. I, I think they'll win well, a I couple think more. Worse. Well, I'm going to be right about this, and if I'm not, I'm going to pretend they never said it. So. Okay. So, um, um, who do you Kansas like City, on Kansas City side of the ball this week? I like Alex Smith, but I, I want to be a little conservative, start him more as a second quarterback this week. Um, 
Honestly, I think Jamal Charles is just going to run all over Jacksonville. But I do like any of these Kansas City wide receivers, Dwayne Bowe, Donnie Avery, Dexter McCluster. I I think there's going to be some fantasy value to be had there. Jacksonville's defense is not quite as stout as some others. I don't think they're, again, as terrible as they're getting credit for. So maybe it won't be quite as much of a blowout, but still I, I can't even, with a straight face, it's going to be a reasonably close game. It's not going to be, but I would like to think Jacksonville's not going to totally roll over. Um, so I'm not starting tight end Anthony Fasano, the kicker. I, I'm i on the fence on the defense. I I know this sounds crazy, but I think I might sit them. Yeah, I think, I think that's <laughs> crazy talk. But uh, how about um, they've got a couple, Kansas City's got a couple of rookies, Niall Davis, the running back, and Travis Kelsey, the tight end or either, would you go as far as starting either of those guys this week? If I had to pick one, it would be... If I had to pick one, it would be Travis Kelsey. I really, really like him. Um, I'm just curious to see what's going to happen as far as Alex Smith throwing to him. If he's out there, I'd like to see him get some touches. But he is a little dinged up. I know he did miss a little practice time this week, so hopefully that doesn't prevent him from missing the game. All right. For Jacksonville players, I would start. This will be a pretty short list, or more specifically a shorts list, because wide receiver Cecil Shorts is the only person on the list. (laughs) Uh, Neutral on running back Maurice Jones, true, more of a flex guy for me this week. I just, yeah, he may be healthy, he may not. He may, and I just don't see even if he is healthy that he has any offensive support. You know, they could probably put 11 guys in the box on you know, third and 20 and be right about that. But uh, we'll see. And, you know, tight end Marseille's Lewis is questionable with a calf injury. He's the only other guy that I could see possibly starting if you're desperate. He hasn't played in three – he hasn't played since the first preseason game, I think. Yeah. If he plays, he'd be very well rested. Yeah, he'll be well rested, and that's also about Blaine Gabbard's throwing range, I think. But uh, we'll see. (laughs) But – Quarterback Blaine Gabbard, if you couldn't tell from that wisecrack, I'm not a fan. Sit him. He's questionable with a thumb injury, which is, is going to make his already questionable throwing skills probably worse. Running backs, Justin yeah. Forsett, probable with a toe injury. Don't start him. Denard Robinson, I wouldn't start him, but he's somebody that I'm kind of curious about as the season if, goes if on. You, if you have a flex spot open, you're in a deep league, start Denard Robinson. As crazy as it sounds, they love to direct snap to him and just let him run. It's awesome. Yeah, I I'm not. I, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far, but I am kind of curious, and especially if Maurice Jones Drew does <laughs> go down with an injury you know, at some point this year, which is, you know, I would say more than a 50% chance of happening. I, I am very curious whether they would do the safe thing and go to Justin Forsett or whether they would really try to see what they have in Denard Robinson because you know, they, I think like they've like invented a roster type. term for Denard Robinson the on their, on their, their official uh, depth chart and their, their roster. They have, it. he's like an EP or an SP or something, like extra player or something, like something crazy. They oh. just invented a term for him. I thought we were calling him the weapon, but I could be your offensive weapon maybe, or something maybe. like that. But <laughs> maybe we should send him to Syria. But uh, mm-hmm. And wide receivers, Justin Blackman is obviously suspended, so you don't want to start him unless you're fine with taking zeros. And mm-hmm. East Sanders has been getting some hype you know, as Blackman's replacement while Blackman's out, but I wouldn't start him in this game. Kicker Josh Scobie, I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't start the defense either. All right, fair enough. All right, moving right along here, we've got this, this should be a pretty entertaining game. Seattle and Carolina. I've got a coworker who's a big Seattle fan, and uh, I know he's all hyped up about their prospects for this season. I'm not quite as hyped up. I think they'll make the playoffs. I know last week you picked them to not even make the playoffs, but I'm just yeah, not this, a fan. This, this will be a close game, but unless Pete Carroll finds some way to blow this. I, I see Seattle winning this game by a field goal. I'll go Seattle 24, Carolina 21. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I just... I, It's no secret I'm not a Cam Newton fan. I'm not a Carolina fan. I'm just not excited about this game. Um, fantasy-wise, you've definitely got some value there. 
Uh, Carolina's defense, it's not something I'm I'm terribly afraid of. I think you can start Russell Wilson even though you, you know, you may be higher on him than I am. I still would start him even if he's your only quarterback. I'm definitely starting Marshawn Lynch. Uh, as far as Robert Turbin, I'm saying no to. As far as the wide receivers go, I just, for me, Golden Tate is the one that if I had to pick one, I'd go with. Pretty much everyone else I'm, I'd am i like to stay away from. But, Scott, you may disagree with me here. Since no, and actually, I agree. Golden Tate's <laughs> you're, the only guy You're a little like. more into the, the Russell Wilson experience than I am. But I'm also oh. saying no to tight end Zach Miller. I, I'm pretty much forever saying no to tight end Zach Miller. I am going to start the defense, but not the kicker. Yeah, I mean, Sidney Rice I could see possibly as a flex option if you're in a deeper league, and yeah, I'm a little bit more of a Zach Miller fan than you are, but you know, yes. all the hype we've been hearing about your Jermaine Curse and, you know, and, you know, Doug, not not so much hype about Doug Baldwin, but he always seems to have 300 yards without really, yeah. you know, moving the radar. It. Yeah, somehow he winds up with yards at the end of every season, although it, but, um, yeah, I, I agree. I'd probably stay away from those guys this week. For Carolina, Cam Newton, I think, is somebody who's definitely worth starting in this game. He's one of the few dual threats that I think is really going to hold his value this season. Wide receiver Steve Smith, worth starting. Tight end Greg Olson, good start. I'm D'Angelo Williams is more of a flex option for me. Same thing, wide receiver Brandon LaFell. Defense, I'm okay with starting. I would not start, well, Jonathan Stewart's not playing, so you wouldn't want to start him. Kenjin Barner, questionable with an ankle injury, I'd say no. Mike Tolbert, questionable with a hamstring injury, no. And kicker Graham Gano, I'd say Gano to him too. Gano to Graham Gano. <laughs> yeah. All right. So have we beat that game to a to a pulp yet? I think so. I think so. All right. Let's let's move on. Cincinnati at Chicago. Um, I like. Cincinnati's prospects a little bit more this season than I like Chicago's, but I just think Chicago at home, revamp defense. I think they're going to win this game, and I'll I'll pick Chicago 24-20, to but if you told me you were going the other way on this game, uh, it wouldn't surprise me, and I'm sure you could put together a pretty strong case for it. I know you're a Ginger Ninja fan. My my ginger ninja, Andy Dalton, uh, I think he's going to be able to take down Jay Cutler and the Bears. I, when the Bears start showing me that they can live up to any kind of potential, I'll start maybe picking them to win games. But right now, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed so far. Let's see what happens in this game, and maybe I'll give them a little more respect next week. But uh, Andy Dalton, I like more as a second quarterback option. Now, I may not be a huge Chicago fan, but if there's one thing they know how to do, it's play a little bit of defense. Uh, I like Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis' chances a little better, but I do like A.J. Green and uh, Muhammad Sanu. Brandon Tate, I'm going to wait on. I'm going to say no to tight end Jermaine Gresham. Even though Jermaine Gresham does not play for the Bears, he's still in Chicago, and it just it feels wrong to start tight ends there. Uh, I'm not starting the kicker, but I am starting the defense. I just don't. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Chicago offense. What, what do you think about the running back situation for Cincinnati this week? I'm going with Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. That's my pick out of the bunch. I guess I'm more of a Giovanni uh, than a Bernard fan. I just uh, think that sooner rather than later, you know, he's the guy that's going to be getting even the goal line stuff. I think he had three goal line touchdowns, albeit in a meaningless preseason game, but they definitely don't seem to be afraid to stick him in there. You know, to me, he's the top rookie running back this week, and I think, I mean, this year, and I think he's going to start proving that as soon as this week. But uh, I'd be yeah, comfortable. Yeah, but if I had if I had a rookie running back, I I don't feel like Chicago in Chicago is where I would set him free. I might wait a week or two. Yeah, but I, I see your point. But, you got uh, a ginger far- ninja under under center. I mean, he's going to do some things. <laughs> he is, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I like Green and Sanu a lot, but I'm not so sure on the rest of their team, but uh, on the rest of their receiving core, but we'll see. Um, Chicago, 
quarterback Jay Cutler, I think, is a good start this week. Running back Matt Forte. Wide receiver Brandon Marshall, probable with the hip injury, but he's a good start. I like the Martellus Bennett signing, so I'm going to go against Jana's advice about tight ends in Chicago and say he's actually the best tight end they've had since Greg Olson, which is Martellus Bennett used to be a cowboy. He did, and he actually caught a touchdown the opening week, I think, against the Cowboys last week, last year, but uh, saying he's the best um, tight end Chicago's had since Greg Olson isn't really saying much since the only tight end they've had since Greg Olson was uh, Kellen Davis, who I think we just resigned earlier this week, so... But anyway, Martellus Bennett, I would start him this week. I'd start Chicago's defense. Alshon Jeffrey, he's a flex option and wide receiver for me. Kicker Robbie Gould, okay to start. I'd sit running back Michael Bush and wide receiver Earl Bennett, who's questionable with a concussion, and uh, rookie Marcus Wilson, also not somebody I would start this week. All right, fair enough. So... Let's move on to Miami at Cleveland. Both of these are popular sleeper picks to make the playoffs this year. And we'll see. I, I like, I think, you know, I think you could flip a coin as to who's going to have a better season, probably Miami, just because they have a easier division schedule. But uh, in this game, I'll go with Cleveland, give them the home field advantage and Pick them to win by a score of 28-24. I am taking Miami in this game. Uh, I do like Cleveland. I just don't like them this week. Miami's defense is a little better than they get credit for, and I think Ryan Tannehill, while looking a little suspect as a second-year quarterback, is going to eventually blossom. I'm going to start him more as a second-quarterback option. I like Lamar Miller at running back. Um, I'm going to stay away from Daniel Thomas this week, I think. But Mike Wallace and Brian Hartline, I'm definitely starting at wide receiver. The rest, nah, I just, I'm not excited about. I'm also saying no to tight end Charles Clay, no to the kicker, and no to the defense because I do agree with you that Cleveland is going to put some points up here. Trent Richardson, speaking of Cleveland, running back Trent Richardson seems to be high on everybody's breakout list this season, and I would agree with that, so I'd start him this week. Tight end Jordan Cameron, probably with a groin injury. He's another guy that a lot of people think is going to break out. I'll start him. I don't know if I agree with the breakout for the whole season thing, but I think he's a good start this week. Quarterback Brandon Whedon, like Janice said with Tannehill, I think Whedon's more of a second quarterback for you. Wide receiver Devon Best, flex option kicker Billy Condit, who they just signed this week. I'm okay with starting I'm okay with starting Cleveland's defense. I'd stay away from running back Chris Osbaniya. Wide receiver Josh Gordon is out with suspension. And the rest of the, the 12-headed wide receiver monster there in Cleveland, Greg Little, Travis Benjamin, Josh Cooper, whoever else, I'd, I'd stay away from all those guys this week as well. All right. Not into the monsters right. this week, huh? <laughs> we are. And speaking of, of monsters, I think there's going to be a, a, a monster of an offensive game in Detroit this week where Minnesota will be visiting. And, again, I think this is one of these games you could flip a coin and and pick either team and make a good case for them. I'm just – because I'm a bit of a Minnesota homer, I'm going to pick them to win this game. But, again, I, I think the defenses you should both stay away from. I'll pick Minnesota to win this 31-30. Uh, I think I'm going to take Detroit to win this one. I think it's going to be close, maybe by a field goal. Um, I just I worry a little bit about Christian Ponder and his wide receivers right now. One guy I'm not worried about is a running back you may have heard of named Adrian Peterson. I'm going to absolutely start him. I I think he might have at one time. He might have played. He might have been drafted in the MLB draft, and that's why we haven't heard a lot about him. He wasn't sure if he'd play football or baseball. Um, but I'm definitely starting Adrian Peterson, and that's the only guy I feel very strongly about on this team, aside from maybe tight end Kyle Rudolph. But Christian Ponder, for me, definitely a second quarterback option. Even then, uh, kind of a maybe at best. I don't, I'm just not excited about this pass game against Detroit. Um, Greg Jennings, if I had to pick one receiver, it would be him. Uh, but I do like Jerome Simpson as well. And like I mentioned, I like tight end Kyle Rudolph. I think he's going to be Ponder's security blanket this week. 
don't start the kicker, don't start the defense. Maybe Jared Allen will have a new touchdown or a new uh, sack dance for us this year, but it's not going to get you any fantasy points. No Blair Walsh project for you this week? Not this week, but probably next week because I just really like saying the Blair Walsh project. And Jerry Wright and Corderell Patterson, neither of them would uh, register on your radar? I just I I want to wait a week on them. I'm just worried about I'm just worried about Minnesota a little. Bit. <laughs> okay, for Detroit, I'm not worried about quarterback Matthew Stafford. Start him. Bring back Reggie Bush. I'm not as high on him as other people are this season, but I think he's still worth starting in this game against Minnesota's defense. Wide receiver Calvin Johnson, probably with a knee injury, you have to start him. Kicker David Akers, who is just sort of bouncing his way around the league after he left Philadelphia. He was in San Francisco and now in Detroit, and next year he'll probably be in you know, Houston or someplace. But uh, he's worth starting this week. I'm neutral on the two tight ends, Brandon Pettigrew and Tony Scheffler. Maybe use them as a flex option if you're in a really deep league. Uh, I would stay away from wide, from running backs Michael LaShore and Joy Bell, wide receivers Nate Burleson, Patrick Edwards, and Ryan Broyles and stay away from Detroit's defense. All right. Let's keep rolling. Yeah. How about Oakland at Indianapolis? This has another making of a a (laughs) blowout. But I think Oakland will actually be able to score a little bit in this game. But I, I still think Indianapolis wins this by a couple touchdowns. If Darren McFadden's healthy and stays healthy for four quarters, I could see him finding the end zone once or twice, but I'll pick Indianapolis to win this 31-17. If Oakland scores 17 points, good on them. I I don't know if I truly believe that will happen. if If Matt Flynn comes in at some point, I'd feel a lot better about things, but I do not like Terrell Pryor as a Raiders quarterback. Terrell Pryor is not a terrible quarterback, but I don't like him in this Raiders offense at all. Um, that being said, only start him as a second quarterback option if you're going there, and even then, try to find somebody else. Um, Darren McFadden is probably the running back I would pick out of the bunch. I, again, it's been kind of musical chairs there the last year plus. So you never know who will blow up, but McFadden's healthy for the moment, so roll with that. Uh, wide receiver-wise, oh, what a wasteland. Again, this is because it's Terrell Pryor. Maybe Denarius Moore, and I would say maybe Rod Streeter in a deeper league. That's, I think, it. I don't want to start the tight ends. I don't want to start the kicker. Well, I, no, that's not true. I do want to start Sebastian Janikowski because that's where – I think the majority of their points will come from, but don't start their defense. Andrew Luck's going to carve them up. I think uh, Janikowski has a calf injury. Oh, that's right. You and your that's kicker knowledge. As long yeah, as he plays. I, I mean, they're listing him as questionable. If only I prepared for the rest of the show the way I do for the kickers, I'd be okay. <laughs> and I didn't if even make a... I didn't even make a gratuitous Ryan fuck up joke before when we were Not talking yet. about Not yet. There's Kansas still City time though. <laughs> um, I'll, I think we'll pass on that. So, for <laughs> speaking of passing and speaking of teams needing a little luck, Indianapolis, I would start quarterback Andrew Luck, wide receivers Reggie Wayne and T.Y. Hilton, and kicker Adam Vinatieri. I'm on the fence, meaning flex option hood for running backs on Mark Bradshaw and Dick Ballard. Bradshaw probable with a foot injury. They saved him for most of the preseason. I'm just, you know, when he's when he's on the field, he's great, but you know, he's reaching that stage in his career where he's just he's, he's got chronic foot problems, and you can't really count on yeah. him as much more than a flex option. Your favorite player, wide receiver Darius Hayward, they signed with the Colts this offseason. <laughs> he's nominally a starter, but I still like Hilton more than him this year, and to me, he's the best flex option in this game. Same thing, tight ends Kobe Fleener and Dwayne Allen. They were both highly touted coming into last year. Had somewhat disappointing injury marred rookie seasons. But if you need them as a flex option, either of them as a flex option in a deeper league this week, I'd be okay with that. And I'm sitting running back Donald Brown, and I would not start uh, 
No, actually, I take that back. I would start Indy's uh, defense against Oakland's offense. What am I saying? Of course, I'd start them. I'd start them <laughs> in RB. I think I actually even picked them up in one week just to start them, stream them this week. So who am I kidding? Go crazy. I like it. All right. They're your number one ranked defense. For, well, no, number two. Number one is whoever's <laughs> playing Jacksonville, which is Kansas City this week. So, but anyway. All right, not far behind is whoever's playing the Jets, which would be Tampa Bay this week. So let's move on to, speaking of offenses that aren't getting much respect, we've got Arizona, which basically played last season without a quarterback, and they still started the season 4-0, but I think we both said at that point that's pretty obviously a 4-0 team that's not going to make the playoffs, and sure enough, they didn't. I think they won one We are right about some things occasionally. Occasionally, I guess if you... What do they say? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. But uh, exactly. <laughs> so, with Arizona, St. Louis, the first of the late games, I'll look at this and I'll see that Carson Palmer will make Arizona more competitive this season. Larry Fitzgerald yeah. will be more of a fantasy option than he has been the last few years. But still, I, I can't, in good conscience, pick Arizona to win this game on the road. I'll pick St. Louis to win this pretty handily. I'll go St. Louis 28, Arizona 17. I I could agree with that. I think Arizona will keep it close. I think Carson Palmer needs a, a two or three weeks to kind of get this working. And I think he can. I think this is going to be a much improved team. Um, it's not like they have bad pieces. It's just nobody stays healthy at the same time. It's sort of an issue. Uh, Carson Palmer, only a second quarterback option this week. Like I said, there's some kinks to work out. Um, but that being said, I don't think he will have, you know, one of the best games as a quarterback, but I think you have a lot of options as far as receivers go. Uh, I'll get there in just a minute. But of the running backs, this is another one that was kind of like a revolving door last year. As long as Rashard Mendenhall plays, I'm good with starting him. He's been limited. He's listed as questionable. His knee's a little banged up. But if he plays, I'll start him. Otherwise, I probably would stay away from the running backs. Maybe go with Ryan Williams, but just because just it's a little too questionable if he's not there. Um, but receiver-wise, Larry Fitzgerald's a no-brainer. Uh, I also I think Michael Floyd's going to have a nice game. And even Andre Roberts, if you're in a deeper league, I think could work out well. Uh, and I also like... Tight end Corey Sperry, I think that he's going to be an interesting option. Only if you're in a deeper league, though, because I think the tight ends are going to see um, see some serious time. Rob Hausler, he hasn't practiced. If he plays, I like him the best out of them, but he looks pretty questionable at the moment. So that's that'll be, keep an eye on that as the week goes on. But I think the tight ends have, have a chance to make this interesting. For St. Louis, I would start quarterback Sam Bradford, running back Daryl Richardson, who was a bit under the radar but had a pretty good rookie season on limited carries. I think he averaged almost five yards a carry last season. We'll see what he can do as the feature back with Steven Jackson no longer around. Wide receiver Chris Givens getting a lot of hype. I would start him. Tight end Jared Cook, same thing. Everybody talks about he was misused in Tennessee. Well, what's the improvement this year in St. Louis? Defense is worth starting. Tavon Austin is a rookie wide receiver who's generating a lot of buzz. For me, he's at best a a, um, a flex option for this first mm-hmm. game. Greg the legs are lying the kicker. I'm okay with starting him. Don't start Isaiah like. Pete. He's out with the suspension. Zach Stacy, I wouldn't start wide receivers. Austin Pettis, Brian Quick, and Stedman Bailey, I wouldn't start any of those either. Okay. I can live with that. Okay, let's do next up. We've got Green Bay at San Francisco, which should also be one of the more entertaining games of the week. We've got several offensive uh, battles, especially the Atlanta New Orleans one and this one. This one, uh, I just think San Francisco's defense is what's ultimately going to win the game for them. I think Green Bay puts up a lot of points, but San Francisco will win this by a field goal. I'll say San Francisco 31, Green Bay 28. I 
think I'm going the other way on this one. Uh, it's no secret, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, and I just think that Green Bay is a little more together right now than San Francisco is. Um, I'm definitely starting Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with Eddie Lacy this week. I'm going to start him. We're going to see what happens. Uh, I also really like Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. I like James Jones as well at wide receiver, and Jermichael Finley is going to bounce back. He's Last year was was kind of a lost time for him, but I think things are going to be better this year. I'm going to start him this week. I'm even going to go as far as to start the Green Bay defense. I'm not going to start the kicker, but I am going to start the defense. I don't think San Francisco is going to be as big, bad, and scary as they were last year. Well, I agree that at wide receiver they're not as big, bad, and scary, but yeah, I just <laughs> think their defense will you – know, I think their defense is going to be at least – you know, hold Aaron Rodgers and check as much as the defense can, and I think they'll get enough out of Kaepernick and Gore to to win the game. But so I would start. Speaking of Kaepernick and Gore, I would start both quarterback Colin Kaepernick and running back Frank Gore. Start new wide receiver Anquan Bolden, who's really Kaepernick's only option at wide receiver. It seems mm-hmm. kicker Phil Dawson, another newcomer transplant from Cleveland, roll out the welcome mat for him in San Francisco and start him. Uh, Running back Kendall Hunter, if you need a flex option, he's not a bad choice this week. And also the defense, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about starting them. As Jenna alluded to, Green Bay obviously has a really good uh, passing game, but it's not clear to me which of those wide receivers is really going to stand out this year. And the running game, Eddie Lacy, that's still an unproven commodity to me at this point, unproven quantity at this point, but we'll see. So running back with Michael James, questionable with a knee injury, don't start him. Marcus Lattimore, even more questionable. He's out with a knee injury for most yeah. of the season, if not all. So don't start him. Wide receivers, Kyle Williams, Marlon Moore, Quentin Patton, Jonathan Baldwin. Again, somebody's going to emerge there, but we don't know who that's going to be as of right now. So I would say keep all of those guys on your bench if you have any of them on your roster for week one. All right, fair enough. We're in the home stretch here. Nine minutes, three games. Let's do this. We can do this. So, Sunday night game, the game you and I will both be paying attention to because uh, Dallas is your team, the Giants are my team. But uh, ever the the pessimist, I look at this game and I just don't think New York has its act together just yet. Too much uncertainty about who's healthy and who isn't. So... And I think I'm going to say is, right now, I, I just want to put it out there into the world. I apologize to Andre Brown. I feel a little responsible about his broken leg. Talked about how he's going to break out this year. I did not mean break out his bones. That was somehow the universe definitely misunderstood me there. That's not good, but I guess we know for sure who the number one running back in New York is. Yeah, that makes me like him even more now. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go and pick uh, Dallas to win this game 28-21. to 21. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas to win this game as well. Uh, they need this. They need this real bad. They need to beat the Jerry, Giants at home. Jerry, Jerry Jones, yeah. I was calling Jerry Otherwise, Lewis, Jerry Jones the, might just blow Jerry's Jerry Jones world might up. not sleep all year. <laughs> and that's not good for anybody because then nobody sleeps all year, us included. Right. <laughs> right. So. Um, but for the Giants, listen, the Cowboys love to give points up and they love to do it at home. Uh, especially when you're wearing Giants colors. So I I don't love Eli as a quarterback on his own. Like I said, you saw basically a third-string Cowboys defense last year. This is a moderately healthy version of it, so it will be a little better. Uh, they're not 100% healthy, but Eli Manning, I think, is more of a, a borderline second quarterback for me. Uh, I am starting David Wilson. Hopefully he doesn't break any bones or else you guys are in a little bit of trouble. Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nix, I think you can go ahead and start. And Ruben Randall, if you're in a deep league and need a flex option, may not be a terrible one. I feel like every time we play the Giants in Dallas, there's some huge 60-yard touchdown pass down the line where streaking Giants players running into the end zone, and it haunts my dreams. And I think that Ruben Randall might be that guy this this week. I'll vote for Brandon Myers. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's I. I didn't even mention Brandon Myers. I, it's no secret. Last year, I loved me some Brandon Myers, and I definitely would start him in this game. All right, for Dallas, 
star quarterback Tony Romo, running back DeMarco Murray, wide receiver Dennis Bryant, tight end Jason Witten in the defense. Wide receiver Miles Austin is a flex option for me, kicker Dan Bailey start. I would not start uh, any of the running backs on the bench, Joseph Randall, Lance Dunbar, Philip Tanner, and also uh, rookie wide receiver Terrence Williams is, is not a start for me yet. All right. All right. Now, week one, it's become traditional now that there's two Monday night games. The earlier of the two Monday night games is Philadelphia and Washington. Um, should be interesting to see what Chip Kelly's offense does if they really run 150 plays a game and you know, never take a break between plays. But uh, I still think Washington has more talent than Philadelphia does, and that's ultimately what will prevail in this game. So I'll pick Washington to win this by two touchdowns. Washington 34, Philadelphia 20. I'm actually going to take Philadelphia to win this game. I Honestly, I'd rather neither team won this game, but I'm going to take Philadelphia uh, mostly because there's not a ton of film on what this team's going to look like running this crazy hurry-up offense. And who knows how much Chip Kelly's held back from the preseason games. He's been talking about how he's hiding plays and hasn't brought stuff out and this and that. Um, I'm interested to see what this this offense looks like running for a whole game. I I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna work. I, good for them if it well, does. But Michael London Dick Fletcher I, is gonna hope it doesn't, or he's gonna need oxygen <laughs> for every other play. <laughs> I think there's still gonna be guys on the Eagles that may need oxygen if they're gonna really run 150 plays. But I am gonna start Michael Vick again. This is more for the the sheer fact that nobody really knows what to do with this offense. Um, absolutely start LaShawn Lesha- McCoy. Absolutely start tight end Brent Selleck. I would start wide receiver Deshaun Jackson and Jason Avant. Maybe Riley Cooper if you're looking for somebody deep. If you're in a super deep league, you can look at Damaris Johnson, but I would wait on that. That guy's got butterfingers. Um, and I would not start the defense. I would not start the kicker. I think this will be... Uh, a fairly high-scoring affair, but I think the Eagles are going to come out on top. Running like back it. Bryce Brown, is he a flex option for you or no? Uh, not this week. Okay. Um, Washington, I would start RG3. I'd start Alfred Morris. I'd start Pierre Garçon. I'd start tight end Fred Davis. I think he'll have a good bounce-back season. Kicker Kai Forbath, and I'd like the defense. And... Uh, I'd sit Roy, you know, hello, wide receivers, Josh Morgan, Santana Moss, and Leonard Hankerson. That leaves us with about two minutes to do the last game. That's Houston at San Diego is the late Monday night game. And I'll just keep it quick. I think San Diego is one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. You know, it's Terrible. not the Rivers' fault, but he just doesn't have much to work with. I'll pick Houston to win this game 30-17. to 17. I can agree with that. Uh, Matt Schaub, for me, is a borderline quarterback one, quarterback two. I'd say more on on a quarterback one. Uh, Start Arian Foster. I like starting Ben Tate as well, especially the flex option this week. I'd start Andre Johnson. And even though uh, DeAndre Hopkins had had that concussion in the preseason, it looks like he's going to play this week. I would start him solely because somebody else has to catch balls. I think it's got to be him. And I am going to start tight end Owen Daniels and the defense as well. Like you said, San Diego, just not good. So for San, for San Antonio, listen to me, San Diego, Antonio. Here's why I'm getting because I'm talking about San Diego and Antonio Gates, so <laughs> San Antonio. But anyway, I would start tight end San and, and Antonio Gates, listen to me. And um, he's the only one. Uh, running backs, Ryan Matthews and Daniel Woodhead are flex options for me. Wide receiver Malcolm Floyd, questionable with a knee injury like him is a flex option. Also Vince Brown, Vincent Brown is a flex option for me uh, this week. And uh, I would sit quarterback Philip Rivers, running back Ronnie Brown, wide receiver Eddie Royal is questionable with a lung injury. Uh, kicker Nick Novak, the Novak, no start for me. And the uh, defense also, uh, hopefully they're not on your roster, but if they are, uh, keep them on the bench. Next time I get a cold, I'm going to say I'm questionable with a lung injury. It just sounds better. Um, That does does bring us to the end of the show. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy your week one games. We will be back again next week previewing all of the 
second week's matchups, all the news and notes, injuries from around the league. You can find us here again from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, as we are every Wednesday night. You can find us all week long on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page at fantasyfootballsherpa.com. You can email us at the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. Tweet us at the number 4thninchesshow. Or find us individually at JKIM16 and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. And, of course, we always want to hear what you have to say, and we'll be around Sunday morning to answer your lineup questions. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the show, Janet, and have a great week, everybody. Good luck.